E.T. Foam Home. Dad. (laughs) Mama. Daddy. (laughs) Daddy likes the foam. Ow! Here we are. Welcome to Kitchener Famous. I'm Jesse. I'm Jay. And this is Kitchener Famous Podcast. so our little little show where we got our little guests on That's to right. talk about their little projects. That's it. Yeah, now we got. Um, yeah, we've we've well, we have we've hosted comedians. Yep. Yep. Uh, yep. We've hosted venue owners. We've hosted artists, musicians, musicians. Yeah, of all kinds. We've uh, we've actually hosted a famous actor. Now we can say that. That's true. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. Next year, I'm proud to say we've got a very famous New York Times bestseller. <gasps> author coming on that's true but i'm not going to tell you who it is because no. you're gonna have to fucking tune in for that little fucker that'll be season two too jesse yeah, yeah i think two two for season okay. two okay right okay is that fair okay okay we're gonna learn today that okay. youtube might okay 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 <laughs> nancy pelosi, pelosi batshit crazy okay okay <laughs> all right if Dennis Miller was here, he'd say uh, one of our guests today is uh, Lei Vara. Yes, she's a Kitchener famous artist with like hundreds of thousands of streams on all of her songs. Yeah, man, she's doing it right. She's doing yeah, it. Yep. and she works closely with a um, production company called Just Ideas Production Company. Yeah. Um. So, and who who are these two guys? Tell like set it up for us. Okay. Well, George George met um, a, a fellow named Josh Palaz, who uh, they they teamed up and they've made uh, they created their own production company. So they produce uh, for artists like Three Four Seven Aiden, Alex Price, Beanie Man, Fagan, Flex. There are so many people that these guys work with. In fact, yeah. they you're you're gonna find out they've they literally are busy every day, which is refreshing yeah. to hear as a musician. So. Honestly, yeah. yeah, yeah, they've learned to make it work uh, throughout uh, the pandemic, yeah, um, which is which is really neat. So and truly, like, yeah, I think they, I would even say that the pandemic kind of played into their their favor. Yeah, almost after yeah, I mean, I, they kind of made something made something happen uh, throughout uh, the pandemic. So yeah, I'll, I'll be I'm kind of pumped to talk about talk to them about that. Yeah, and you know, and talking about the new platforms that uh, all the artists are kind of yeah. working off now. The Spotify, what's what's the advantages of Spotify, YouTube, blah blah blah. Yeah. How and do you like, make money? That's what you're going to want to know. How do you know. make? Yeah, I I do. I'm a yeah. <laughs> I'm a capitalist. I'm a materialist. <laughs> no, I want to, but but as a full timer, I want to know how to yeah kind of streamline that's a that's a word you might hear uh, a yeah. lot coming up in this podcast so yeah, yeah. i want to know how to how to make this beneficial for for everyone trying it out yeah so actually with that i think it's safe to say first timers if you're listening first timers uh like if you're just starting out or you're just trying to uh make a go out of it um really pay attention to this because there's a there are our artist and our production team that we have coming on our guests yeah yeah our guests they're going to um they're going to provide a lot of insight and information on on how to uh get you going so to speak yeah put, put the fucking spark under your ass and fucking get get her going eh? there's got to be a way to make a living in this music business and it just seems uh th- these guys seem to have a good idea of of uh how to do it yeah and we did a little bit of research. Um, yeah, there's been lots of singles kind of getting released, and uh, and you're gonna grow to find out these guys are 
still two very busy producers working at it every day yeah. and despite the lockdown so yeah and Lay's uh she's putting out singles non-stop yeah and she's got videos uh, happening as well so be sure to check her out um yeah, brother. Well, why don't we just get this uh, get this thing going then? Nobody wants to listen to us anymore, man. That's kind of what I'm starting to realize. Seriously. We like the sound of our own voices. A little too much. And, uh, you know, the odd impression here and there, right? All right. So what are our handles? How can you find us, Jesse? Because we've got t-shirts to sell. we got baseball shirts. We've well, got hats. Yeah. Masks. We've got, we've got, yeah. So we've got, uh, well, just type in Kitchener Famous on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook. Yeah. Yeah, Facebook. And if you've got, uh, we still kind of want those stories. So if you've got... Um, yeah. Your brush with fame, kitchenerfamous at gmail.com. We really want to get those stories. Um, again, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, we're all at Kitchener Famous or Kitchener Famous Podcast. You'll see it there. Uh, we got some other events coming up too. Um, we've also got, yeah, well, we've got, we've got a whole second season that we're mapping out already too. And uh, again, yeah. Thank you for the support. Um, Absolutely. Share, like, follow on all the, the handles. Like, that's super important. Yeah. Um, and but, uh, keep listening. Coming up, we've got uh, our third wheel, Lay Vera. And our Weekend Warrior, Just Ideas Production Company. That's right. So, I'm Jesse. Um, I see it throws him off every time. I, no. <laughs> Do it, I'm, Do I'm, it. I'm Wendy. I'm uh, Christiane. And this is Kitchener Famous. And we'll be right back. Well, today's episode of Kitchen of Famous is brought to you by Factory Shoe. Hey, that rhymes. You say you want to look new, walk down the street. So you're going to buy some brand new shoes for your feet. Well, brother, I know a great place in town. They got the very best prices around. Factory Shoe. Why pay full price for shoes? Oh, you don't want to get the drinking on, on <sighs> Mike? <laughs> oh, yeah. So tasty. It, that is an annoying intro? when people go, no, no, when they, not intro. Yeah, but yeah, sure. People are probably annoyed by us. <laughs> but like when people just go, <sighs> after they drink, like yeah. that can retire. Yeah, we, we, we get it. You're satisfied. Yeah, it's yeah. cool. Lemonade yeah. on a hot day. Yeah. All good, bud. <laughs> <laughs> All day, bud. Yeah. <laughs> Nash started doing it, so did I have he? to comment on it. He's like, ah. <laughs> So where did you think he picks that up? You must have oh, seen you mom, do mom it. Mom definitely or... taught him. Oh, like, mom, Just eh? to piss yeah. me off, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. A little Nasher. Yeah. All right. Well, I think it's time to introduce our guest, uh, Jesse. What do you think? Yeah. Yeah, All let's right. bring her on. We got... Uh, we got a pop R&B singer-songwriter here. Um, she was born in Indonesia, actually, but uh, she now calls Kitchener home. Um, she's got eight singles out, uh, some with videos. Um, her latest single is Not Enough Time, which just came out, I think, in February here. And um, yeah, we. Um, what else have I got here? I got a whole list for you here, but I, uh, <laughs> you know, 
I didn't write out my numbers on which one, which way to go. So yeah. I'm a little <laughs> off today. But, that sounded uh, good to me. Yeah. yeah. Please, everybody, uh, put your hands together for uh, Lavera. Hey. Hey. Yeah. Yeah. Vera. Thank Vara. You. Thank right? you. Either one. Vara, Vara, but like everybody says everything Vara. different, right? Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you guys There's for having me today. Stadium. Absolutely. Thanks for uh, coming and, and hanging out at the Kitchen Potatorium with us. Yeah. So you um, uh, want to get the, the silly stuff out? Let's, yeah. Okay. The silly stuff. Yeah. So we, we like to kind of warm up. Yeah, I don't know if you've caught the podcast yet, but there's always a little bit of tomfoolery at the beginning and yeah. you got to play along. Okay. <laughs> You're in our house. I'm so. down right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So um, well, I, I guess we, we kind of set it up. So um, since the podcast is called Kitchener Famous, have you uh, yourself met anybody actual famous? Yes. Yeah. What's your story? Um, <laughs> I met Drake. Oh wow! Yeah, that was like the first celebrity I've like ever met too. So like my expectations are up here now. But, I um, guess so. <laughs> it was cool. We were at um uh this like a birthday party and he was there, and um my boyfriend like knows him, so I guess oh. he's like wow introduced me to him. I'm like hi. <laughs> it was really um I don't want to like act starstruck, but I definitely was. And he like yeah. shook my hand and I was like wow. Dude. Like, I'm this not, is the Drake hand now. I was gonna say, never washing this hand. Never wa- <laughs> <laughs> was he? How was he? Like, did you? He was really nice. Yeah. Like, I, I only said like hi, and he was like, like, nice to meet you and stuff. But like, he seemed like super down to earth. He's like, there's like celebrities, I guess that um, they're just like people. People, they're just yeah. people. Everyone's a person. Exactly, and yeah. I guess you don't really realize that when you like see them on TV yeah. and like music videos and all this stuff. But like when they're in person, they're just a person, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's funny. I mean, we're musicians as well as you, Lay. So uh, that's that's something that I always try to keep in mind too. Like, cause we'll we'll play, we'll put shows on, and people will be all pumped and be like, "Hey, you know, like such a great show and stuff." And uh, they're just, you know, we're just people, and they're just people too, exactly. right? So it's yeah. nice to keep that in the back of your mind. So that's nice to hear Drake has as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I don't, I don't like, I don't care who the person is. I just don't like hearing about like. There's a, there's a saying called like it's a, it goes never meet your heroes yeah because like then you're you could be totally it's gonna disappointed. be disappointed I've heard that too yeah because yeah. like I don't know for me it'd be like if I met Paul McCartney and he was just a fucking dick I'd be like <laughs> oh that's he, that sucks you yeah because like, you hear that he's a good guy and then yeah you know maybe they're having a bad day or whatever but like no I I've heard like the Dave Grohl's the Paul McCartney's in the rock and roll kind of genre they're just they're people like mm-hmm. Dave Grohl goes a uh, I know he goes to like do the uh, the barbecuing for all the firefighters or whatever. Oh, that's so nice! Like he d- he'll set up a barbecue and queue up some meat for them and, oh, and really? LA or whatever. Yeah, Dave so, Grohl does. Yeah, of oh, course cool. he does. Yeah, <laughs> like what? Like when does he have time to do that? Well, what kind of party was was Drake well, yeah, at? Was it doing? his? It was just like a low key, like just one of his friends' like birthday party. Like cool, oh, okay. like a in Toronto. Party? Yeah, yeah kind of. It was yeah, it was in Toronto. Toronto? Yeah. yeah, awesome, awesome. Yeah. Did you get any, like, did you, did you get to ask him anything that, like... No, I, like, it was super last minute, and I was, like, I was wearing no makeup. Like, everybody was, like, done up and stuff. I'm wearing, like, jeans and a t-shirt. I never leave the house in jeans and a t-shirt. And I go, I'm, like, oh, my God, I swear if he's here. And then he's there. I meet him. I'm, like, well, this is, nah, whatever. He's nice. So, like, it's whatever. But, right no, I didn't want to talk and, like, be that annoying, like, fangirl and stuff. So I just let him be. Yeah. <laughs> you probably look pretty rock and roll just in a, in a t-shirt yeah, and jeans, Yeah, no, I was too, swag. Right? I know. Yeah. Like, you don't have to tell me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Um, okay, so if there was a, an autobiographical movie uh, about you, uh, who would you in your heart um, want to play I, you? I already like, know who I would say would play you, but... What actress do you, would you like? Or could I you don't see? know. I, I know who I got for her. Yeah? Yeah. 
Who? Who do you no, see? No, you, you go first. I, I honestly don't know. Like, I, I don't know any actresses that like look like me. Tia Carrera from Wayne's World. Tia Carrera? Oh, I don't yeah. even know who that is. Yeah. Oh, she's she was in Wayne's World? Wayne's World. She so, was Wayne's Wayne's She was also... Uh, well, she was Xena. Or not Xena. The, yeah. uh, she was like with a... Like a warrior princess, but was, she, uh, was yeah. it Xena? No, not Xena. No, because uh, it was an L name then. Yeah, I can't remember. But, but yeah, that's, share a, good, that's yeah. a good call. I can kind of see that. Yeah, yeah. yeah I don't, I don't know who, who I could see. Well, who do you think is like? Who do you like as an actress? Like you think it's cool and would be like that'd be sweet if she, you know she did me. Who? <laughs> <laughs> you know, mind out of the gutter, Lee. But no, <laughs> I, I didn't say nothing. I didn't say nothing. <laughs> um. I, I honestly don't know. Like I like I watch a lot of movies, but I don't know like what the actors' names are. Oh, okay. Okay. So, um, that one girl from Grey's Anatomy, Christina Yang. I know that's like her character name. I don't know what oh, her I actual name is. She's actually, a Canadian. I, I, can, I think she is. Yeah, yeah Margaret yeah. Cho. Is it? Is yeah, that yeah, a, it's Margaret Cho. Yeah, yeah okay, yeah. yeah. No, I think she's just super cool. So, like, if she could play me, that'd be cool. Yeah, there I'm you down. go. I actually can go. see that too. Super yeah, badass. Yeah. Yeah. Right on. Yeah. yeah, sometimes the life makes me watch that show. And bro, you can't hate on Grey's Anatomy. Like I my can. boyfriend, just I can rips on me for watching it. No, you I, can't. No, have but you ever I can, watched though. it? Yes, I have. Okay, well, okay, yeah, I've been can, forced to I think watch it's a it. really good show. Your opinion is valid, but like yeah. I think it's a really good show. I know you and every woman like think Grey's Anatomy is a great show. I get it. Yeah. Doesn't it make you cry? Isn't it one of them that kind of? Yeah, yeah, the other episode. day I like I had to turn it off. I'm like, nah, I can't like ruin my day like this, man. Seriously. I'm just bawling my eyes out for no reason. Yeah, it's got to be one that you put on like after dinner and yeah, exactly. Not, not in the morning when you're getting ready yeah, to go to work. Before work, yeah. I throw on an episode of Grey's to get my day going. Literally, you're asking for it. That's yeah. it. Eh? Um, can you do any impressions? No. No. Uh, no. Not even like someone from Sesame Street or like something like no. Like I've a never funny like. Voice no, I can't do like any funny voices. But um, yeah, no, I literally can't. I never like taken the time to like try to do impressions and stuff like that. Who the only you? impressions I can do are like. Did you guys ever watch Vines? Vines? Like, like, like uh, the app, like the Vine? App? Yeah, I know. No. What you're like, about. I wouldn't even say their impressions, but like, my friends and I just like quote them all the time. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah. Okay. You, got a, you got a quote? Yeah. You got a quote to one? <laughs> it's, I'm going to sound so dumb. No, that's the <laughs> whole point. So stupid. You're talking to it's not two guys have, like, who make a living content. out of sounding dumb. Yeah. <laughs> 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 it's going to be like no context or anything, but there's, there's just like one video with this, um, I think this guy like hits this guy like his chair and he turns around and he's like I don't care that you broke your elbow and that's the whole video oh, and you're like what yeah. the fuck like what <laughs> what just yeah. happened that's yeah that's the video but alright oh I might have to look that one up then that kinda... the guy says it I don't care if you <laughs> fucked up your elbow how did you see that was cool yeah, I did do right? that I can't exactly. do that I do, I, that's, I'm, I'm the man of a, a yeah. million voices man yeah he's, he keeps adding I, so I just sick. did my uh, I just did my uh, well, this isn't about me. But how I about just, Christopher Walken? What would how would he say? How would he say um, the elbow thing? Yeah, yeah. What's the line again, Lee? I don't care that she broke your elbow. I I don't care if you hurt your elbow. <laughs> if she broke your elbow, if she broke your broke your elbow, hurt your elbow. Same thing. <laughs> yeah, he's got to explain it. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> awesome, Lee. So. Tell us, um, can, like all the tomfoolers all aside now, so tell us, like, how did music uh, start for you? Like, at, was there a young age? Like, were you? Yeah. I yeah. was like, um, my mom said as soon as I learned how to read, they uh -huh. put me into, like, piano lessons. 
And then she said she heard me singing the ABCs like kind of good when I was like really little. And she was like, maybe she can sing. So they threw me into vocals too. And that's kind of like where it started, I guess. Like I, I, I did piano lessons from when I was like five till I was like 15, 16 around there. Oh, and then did, like, like did guitar. Did your time and got your, yeah, like, your grade six or? No, I was just like. I'd, I'd never practice, so I wouldn't oh, like really you progress wouldn't, that You wouldn't far. progress? I have like, I have a good year, so I use that. Yeah, no, literally. <laughs> like, I remember how to play like one song. It's embarrassing. <laughs> Sorry that my parents wasted so much money, but it's okay. Um, <laughs> no, I, um, I like, I knew a lot of theory. So that like helped with like the music that oh, I'm doing now. Sure. And yeah. then I learned how to play the, I learned how to play the guitar. So that's like, I started doing gigs when I was in high school. So I'd like oh, play the guitar. That's awesome. That's where you and I will have Excellent. something in common. There we go. <laughs> yeah. yeah excellent so yeah. did you start um like what were you i guess when you pick up the guitar and now it's sort of like you love it right like it's yeah, more it's great it's not like you're being put into piano so what um <laughs> what were you learning on guitar like what kind of tunes like um, who's who's inspiring you i have i was like i'm like a pretty small person so when i was younger i was like really small small hands so like learning the chords on the guitar was kind of like shitty because my hands are just too small yeah. to play but um so I learned like just like the basic chords and then I I had this app on my phone where it like give you the um the chord progressions for like different songs you just like look it up so I just like start doing covers and stuff like that hey, like, and, like who, what covers you doing I guess yeah. like Taylor Swift like nice. okay. Katy Perry nice. I when, I grew Fe up in a really Prim small, primarily female yeah artist mostly and, female yeah, artists okay, cool. yeah yeah that's cool um just like super like pop like even country where I grew up like country was like it oh. so I did a lot of country too oh yeah <laughs> nice. yeah there's yeah. That's still a thing. <laughs> Every, yeah. Everyone in their in their uncle likes a country band, a good country yeah. song, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, you can uh, always get by on a country song. Yeah, uh, I was. Yeah, I was gonna kind of ask the same thing. Was there anyone that you sort of saw like playing the guitar and be like, yeah, I kind of that's what I want to do? Yeah this this one um this one girl in Mount Forest. She um she had like a band and everything and she'd okay. like perform at like the festivals and stuff like that. I'm like, wow, that's kinda cool. I yeah. wanna do that. And then we ended up becoming friends and I performed with her at Who? one of the festivals. Who's and this? I performed at her wedding. Her name's Kara. Kara, what's her last name? Oh shoot, what's her last name? <laughs> Smith? Kara Smith? Yeah, Kara Smith. Okay. Yeah, she's a country singer. Awesome. Amazing. Yeah, I sang at her wedding. And like oh, we just became friends after that. It was so cool. But yeah, I really look up to her. <laughs> where does it go from there then? Are you living in Mount Forest? Like where No, I moved to Kitchener. Like my whole family moved um summer twenty nineteen. But oh, then okay. wow. so we we moved here, I think it was July fifth. And then July fourteenth, we went to Indonesia for wow. four months. Holy so wow. like we literally were at our house for like 10 days just like cut like, <laughs> wow. so i technically was actually living here like in october oh, okay oh, okay yeah okay you were born in indonesia yeah i was born i was just what? back home visiting family awesome so how long were you in indonesia till you moved over here uh i think i was like one it didn't really oh, count like i was like there okay. for like a minute like oh, okay just it. wondering if you got some yeah taste no. of the culture yeah no when music, i was you know? when i was little we used to i went back a couple times for like months at a time like I like missed like half a school year one time. I'm pretty yeah. sure because we're just going back home. But that's cool. So Indonesia, you're one. You're here, and then you start taking piano when five. Five. Yeah, so. that was that was when we moved to Mount Forest. So like when I was one, we came to Canada and lived in like Markham with my grandparents for a couple okay. of years. And then when I was like five, I think we moved to Mount Forest. That's when I started piano lessons. Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. That's awesome. And then just just uh. Kitchener a couple years now. Then. Yeah. 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 Awesome. Well, so really Kitchener famous. Yeah. Man. Well, well <laughs> welcome uh, to being a Kitchener, Kitchener, right? What is it? Kitchener. Um, Kitchener. -er. Kitchener. -er. Kitchener. -er. Yeah. Kitchener. -er. Kitchener. -er. Kitchener -er. I like that one. <laughs> um, so a couple, of us, a couple of us are a Kitchener. -er. 
Yeah. <laughs> well, you're not though, because you're from Guelph. But I am now. Ooh. That's what. I, hey, you're Mount Forest. You're yeah, even yeah. farther. You're even well, farther. she's in Indonesia originally. You're, yeah. you're from Guelph. Yeah. I'm from Kitchener. Yeah, motherfuckers. yeah, yeah. He's the key to Kitchener, right yeah. here. <laughs> I've got the key to Kitchener. <laughs> the key to Kitchener. Yeah. And it's called humor, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> That's the key. I got the key for it. It's yeah, B flat. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, that's right. awesome. So. Have you met uh, any artists then in uh, Kitchener? That uh, yeah, that's um how I like originally started um recording and stuff like that. Um, I met a few artists around here, and like I still work with them to this day. Who, who's that? Um, Josh Polaz. He's um producer. He's coming later today. He was he was? Oh no, never mind. Sorry, I'm thinking. I was I was thinking about that songwriting group. I thought. Mm. His name came up in there I'm for some reason. Sure. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. sorry. Go no, that's okay. It's okay. Um, yeah, him. And then I met George, and like I started like working with him. And then um, J. Isaiah. He's um from Saga. He's um like an R and B like rap singer stuff. He's crazy, amazing. Like awesome. um. And then um recently, this one of my friends started doing music too, and her stuff was blowing up too. Her name's Zaya. She's from Waterloo. She's oh. on the roster, I think. Right? Is she on George? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. She, I think I remember seeing. Anyways, mm-hmm. yeah, I remember seeing cool. your name on that. Yeah. Zaya, Zaya, cool. yeah, awesome. Yeah. No, all my friends are amazing. <laughs> They're just yeah. great. <laughs> she, she's from Waterloo, though, so she's she wouldn't be allowed. On no, Kitchener, she's a Waterlooite. Yeah. Ooh, a Waterlooist. I think a Waterlooist. A Waterlooist. She plays the Waterloo. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's awesome. So, um, what what uh, got you to? like start writing songs then um like you write your when own. Did, when yeah. did you start that i want to know started, that so. yeah i'm gonna say i started writing my own songs like in elementary school but they weren't songs like for me they were like so like at school they'd be like this is <laughs> this is Sorry. your project and you need like a creative aspect so like people would like either make a poster board or like you know like do something like that so i'd write a song about it oh, and i bring cool. like my ukulele to school and do the song and get 100 percent like every time so easy because <laughs> songwriting i just like it, it just was easy for me like when it was for like that but um yeah so i have like <laughs> in um grade nine health class we had to write a project on um stds Oh. Or STIs or whatever. Little, so I did. Song for, save the dates. I did. I did a remix. There's this one song called um, Lamborghini Mercy. Who is it? I think it's like Kanye. There's oh, a bunch of people man. on it. But I. it's called um, God Genital Herpes. <laughs> no, it actually a, slapped. Can you give us a first? Acapella? Yeah. Okay, ready? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> do it. Do it. Okay, ready? God Genital, God genital Herpes. Um, your Chixie. So- no. No, no. Okay. <laughs> I like it so far. No, I can't too. even. I have the lyrics somewhere on like my Google Drive, so I'll bring it up one time. You should, yeah. Oh, man. What grade like are we in? Presented yet? this to a teacher too. You're yeah, like, no, yeah, my teacher kept it. And, like, she used it as an example for the next year too. She loved of it. What she not thought to it was do so or? funny. <laughs> oh. I don't know. She never told me. Yeah. <laughs> Here, kids, don't do this. Don't yeah. do this. <laughs> Play your ukulele instead. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. Oh, that's great. Yeah, so that's probably one of the first songs I. Wrote. Um, so it's great. Uh, yeah, that's hilarious. Your first song was about STDs. Yeah, it's catchy. <laughs> yeah. You think about it. Yeah, right on. So wh- where does it go? Kind of from there. Then are you from uh, there? Um, I uh, only started. Up. Um, only yeah, up. only. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I hit rock bottom. Oh, yeah. you're, you're only up from there. Down yeah. in the basement, below the basement. Yeah. So when does it start? When do you start climbing? Yeah. yeah. Um, I think it was like a little bit after that. Actually, um, I just. 
I think I got a concussion one time. So I was at home and I couldn't do anything for a couple weeks. So I was like, let's like play the guitar and like write an actual song. So I, mm-hmm. I wrote this like sh- really shitty song. And my dad was like, whoa, it's so good. Aww. Like we still listen to it to this day. It's so funny. But um, that's when I kind of like started writing. And then um, this one... This my, one of my friends from Mount Forest. He was like a DJ, like producer, because he went to school in London, and he like uh, was a DJ for like bars and stuff there. So we he found out that I sang, and he was like, "Let's do a song together." So I like started doing like a bunch of like, EDM stuff, yeah, and just like vocal chops and stuff. So that's kind of like where I started recording, and then um the year after, I started. Um, that's when I met Josh. I met Josh over Instagram, and then um I started going to Cambridge to their studio there. And like actually tracking songs. And that's when I met Jay and like George and all them too. So that's good. So you start recording and stuff. So when do you, um, when do you kind of bring something? I don't know if you would bring it to, uh, to Josh Mm -hmm. or to George. Like when do you say, I've got this melody bugging in my head? Like does, does this Um, happen or do they, they have stuff for you presented to you? Yes. It's, it's both ways. Like if I have like a melody in my head, I'll just voice note it, hum it. I won't forget it then. But, um, sometimes I'll like. I don't know, like people like send me beats and like find beats on YouTube, like inspiration, I guess, or like I'll play chords on the guitar and stuff and um, I'll write to that and then I'll bring it to the studio and we'll like do some sort of production around that idea and then the song will be born, I guess. Then um, lately, Josh and George, they've been like giving me projects to do and stuff like that. Like one of our songs like recently got onto a TV show. Wow, um, Temptation Island, I think it was. Oh nice. yeah, that's a that's a real deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like a and they've been um they've been wanting show. to use some of our music for a while, but um cool. COVID hit and like everything just got fucked up. Yeah. But, um, and you can't send audio files during COVID or apparently <laughs> virtual concerts are canceled too, bro. Don't even yeah. get me started. I know. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what is Zoom anyway? Yeah, and, uh, <laughs> we're gonna have to we're gonna have to screen your uh, your MP3 file here. Don't at, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, can can you get it through the the ear cans? Like, <laughs> I, I remember now what what my question was. was um, right. You had mentioned your parents, so yes, uh, are they like kind of traditionally conservative, or like do they? What I'm getting at is, do they like did they nurture? Yeah, did they um, nurture the artistic vision, or did they want you to go get a real job and <laughs> kind of? No, they were 100 percent supportive. My dad awesome. used That's to be good. in a band. So oh, he, like he okay. knows. So he gets it. He gets so it. I'm hope- yeah. I've got a almost two year old, and I'm hoping that. You know, music. get him into the music yeah, early. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, so that's good. That's yeah. that's where what, that's what I forgot. What does your dad play? Or what, he was his uh, he played the drums. He cool. could play the guitar. He could sing. He wrote most of their songs. Wow. Their band was called um, Out of Bounds. <laughs> nice, <laughs> pretty awesome. sick. Yeah, yeah <laughs> I still listen to their music. It's actually so nice. But yeah. um, yeah, no, he um. He's just been super supportive. He always like helps me when I have gigs and stuff like that. Cause he went to school for um, recording engineering for a couple of years. Oh, cool. So we like knows all this stuff. So I'll be like, what kind of mic do I get? Like what kind of amp do I get? And yeah. he'll just do it all for me. So it's, oh, it's that's great. Nice. That's it's nice like my little have. manager. Yeah. <laughs> yeah right. A dadager. A dadager. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's better than having a momager. Trust oh, me. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> Let's. <laughs> a dadager. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's great. Um, so, you know, he's writing songs, so I, maybe it, it's kind of in the blood too. Yeah, way. I hope so. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, that's great. So you've got some, um, you've got some videos and some singles you've put out. Mm-hmm. Um, when did you start putting those out? Like, um, I recorded, I'm scared. So that was like my first song. I recorded it like the beginning of like 2019, I think. Okay. And then when I was in Indonesia, I was like, let's drop a song while I'm here. It'd be kind of cool. So I dropped it when I was there oh. in like the summer ish, but, um, it did really well. 
Cause I'd like, I'd like go out and stuff like at the clubs and stuff and be like, Hey, like follow my Instagram. And then I'd like low key, like plug my music to like everybody I met. And like, it just started growing from there. Oh, right. your grassroots literally. That's yeah. kind of cool. Like yeah, you went was... back to your home country and then you were just like, Hey, check this out. I got it. <laughs> I got a product. And then, yeah. and then you've got a following there now. That's that's grassroots, man. So, so you've got great. followers in Indonesia? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right on. Um, I also met, um, his name is Bim Bim. He's like, his band is like the equivalent of like Kiss here. Oh, okay. So, um, he they like, paint their faces? Yeah, no, no. <laughs> they wear cool glasses though. I like their glasses. Nice. And they got the good hair. But yeah. um, <laughs> he, um, he knows my mom. So like when we were there, like they reconnected and like we went out to one of their shows and like there was like paparazzi and like we got to like drive in like the cool cars and awesome. stuff. It was the coolest experience ever. Awesome. And so you got to see the performance and yeah, stuff? Yeah, it see was them? so cool. Uh, that goes back to the first question. Have you ever met anyone actual famous? And it sounds like Bim Bim was. Yeah. yeah no, it was so cool. Yeah. He's no Drake though. Come on. Well, who knows in Indonesia though? You That's mean, true. He's, he's yeah. an Indonesian Drake. Yeah, yeah the Indonesian. Hold on, I thought you said Indonesian kiss. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well. <laughs> so did he rock and roll all night and party every day? Or I think so. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, that's awesome. That's crazy. Cool. So, yeah, where does that take us then? Okay, so you do. I'm scared. Um, what's uh, like? What's your next? What's your next kind of like red flag kind of takes off? Yeah, red flag. It did. It did pretty well. Yeah. Um, that was my first music video. Yeah, I wish I could have promoted it better. Like I had no idea what the fuck I was doing. So yeah. I was really? like, let's just yeah. put it on YouTube. See what happens. Yeah, and yeah. It's at like three thousand ish views. Right. Yeah, have you right have you had generated? a good amount of income from any of this like from for anyone listening looking to put out music soon yeah. myself included like what are the benefits and i guess what's the pros and what's the cons of releasing it digitally versus putting out an actual physical thing okay. that i can hold in my hand like what have you noticed um it's really easy and yeah. it's like hella convenient just to be able to like just go on your like account and be like oh this is how much i've made like deposit and then you just have the money right there so You've made a substantial amount of money. I've made really, a decent amount. Like yeah. I'm surprised. Enough to live off of or Um if I were to put out more music then yeah, but I'm just super like slow. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. So you're getting paid by what streaming platforms um, like Spotify, yeah. Apple Music. So basically you like sign up with like a distributor. You guys probably know this. Yeah. But then um I'm they just like asking more for people looking to do it. Oh yeah. Yep. Yeah, 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 people listening. But, um, yeah. yeah, depending on like what streaming platform you're on, so like Spotify, Apple Music. I know that Apple Music you get paid like a little bit more. Yeah. And then um like title, like Deezer and all of them too. But um it basically just like accumulates over time. So like every stream is like zero point zero zero something cents. Yeah, yeah. And then like and a half. And yeah. It's <laughs> and how do you feel? How do you feel about that? Because um, you could put out a CD and I could buy it for ten bucks. Yeah. That would take you some people a year to generate that income on Spotify. No, literally. Um, yeah. I've never actually like taken the time to research physical copies and stuff like that. Right. I did want to put my stuff on, um, what is it? Vinyl. Vinyl. Yeah. So cool. So tell us how you kind of, uh, we'll probably ask them too, but how did you come to get to know these two guys? Um, what happened? I met Josh over Instagram and then I used to like post covers and stuff on my Instagram. So he like messaged me. He's like, Oh, you can sing. Yeah. Like, yeah. I can't sing. Yeah. And then he was like, he sent me his like Spotify and he's got like 5 million streams on like this one song. And I'm like, okay, so like maybe this guy's like the real deal. <laughs> yeah. uh, and yeah. then he's like, oh, like I'm a producer, like come to our studio. Like we're working to like 
we're, we're looking to work with new artists and stuff like that. I'm like, okay, like, bet. Like, this would be really fun. So um, I went to my first studio session with him. And then Jay ended up being there too. So my first time in, like, an actual studio, I had to record, like, this awful song in front of this these two people that knew what they were doing. I had no idea what I was doing. What, right. Was it your song? Or yeah, was it, song? it was my song. And yeah. then I got Jay to, like, do, like, the last, like, little bridge or, like, verse or whatever. And his part was so good. <laughs> I can't yeah. even listen to the song anymore. I'm like, that's just embarrassing. Well, why why was it a bad song? Because um, I sound a lot different, and I just um, there's there's a difference between people who can sing well live and then people who can like record well. And I was one of those like not the record well ones. Yeah, it was just too awkward. Like, well, wait, your first one or one of your yeah, first one, and you, first one. you're <laughs> using different mics, and it's not playing live it's, and it's a two it's so, different animals right? Yeah, like you're, yeah, you're in so a, a, a vocal booth probably by yourself yeah and you got to stand x amount away from the, mm-hmm. the mic and your pitch has to be good and you're you're hearing yourself back through it's totally different everybody's than, watching yeah, you because it, it's, your it's a, well and it's a different energy right yeah, like your yeah. only audiences are the most critical people mm-hmm. as opposed to playing live where you're making someone's day you know yeah, so it's, yeah. it's kind of yeah. It's a different beast, but good on you for doing it and following Thanks. through. Yeah, well, and it probably gets easier too, right? Yeah, right, no, it like? definitely does. Yeah. yeah, no, it's um, it's I'm so glad that I get to work with these people because they really push me to like become a better artist because I want to keep up, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's good. Yeah, progress is is everything as an artist, right? Mm-hmm, if you're mm-hmm. if you're not getting better and just staying in the same place, it's going to be a long time before move up so good for good for you so you've got so you've got a bunch of singles is there a plan like for an ep yeah i'm like aiming for an ep by the end of this year but i'm probably gonna put most of them out as singles and then have like a couple extra on the ep so it won't Mm. be the singles you already have out Mm -mm, mm -hmm. okay gotcha yeah awesome excellent how uh which one what's your favorite one i I know artists get asked that all the time they are Um, but it's also like the last one because it's the last one you wrote right so um can I do unreleased too? Sure. Whatever you want. There's this one song I wrote. It's called On My Own. And it has like a really like 50s like vibe to it. It's like 3-4 and it's just super just yeah. vibey. Nice. But um, that nice. comes out. Like a doo-wop tune kind of? Yeah, kind of. Nice. It's just super like. I dig. Yeah. Now, when does that come out? In the summer. Awesome. I'm waiting because I want to I do a video for that one too because I think it'll be a good one. And what's that one called? It's called On My Own. On My Own. All right. Oh, we'll have to look for that, eh? Yeah. <laughs> You could do the the pinup girl and 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 uh, the guy like slow dancing with you or whatever the fifty five. So yeah, yeah, he's so cute. How have your experiences been? Uh, how many videos have you done? I've only done one. Oh, okay, only yeah. one. Yeah, and yeah. How's... With um with uh this girl named Sadia, I was on a call with her yesterday trying to plan this next one. Yeah, it's great. I love her. She's the coolest. Sonia, what's her? What's Sadia? Her last? Uh, I started with an M. I don't remember. And she does. Uh, she does video like no she's um she's a photographer oh. and she's done like film work but she'd never shot a music video before my first one oh, okay wow yeah are, are we using real cameras or iPhones? yeah <laughs> No, no, you can you cameras. can make you can make no 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 you can make like iPhone quality now. Yeah, is like totally you can you can film like full length movies on iPhones now. Come like that, on, you Jesse Weber, that. that's a thing, man. <laughs> what was the show that was uh, there was that was their whole pitch to the network is we're gonna film this whole thing on. And they they've legitimately filmed on a fucking cool. iPhone. That's so cool. That's sweet. So we're using real cameras. Yeah, for real stuff cameras. Like they had like the the thing where you can like move it, but the camera stays still. I don't know what they're nice. called. Yeah, that's so Pan- cool. is that panoramic? No, that's not panoramic. It was, well, it's like the 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 guy with the camera, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. and you like do yeah. the thing, and it like just 
Yeah. So they have, they have lights on you and stuff. Yeah, she, I had like um, Zaya, total... my friend there, to hold the light the whole time for like eight hours. She's so great. Nice. <laughs> Shout out to her. <laughs> so it felt kind of, felt kind of pro Yeah, then, it huh? was cool, yeah. Awesome, awesome. So you were just like, hey, Zaya, can you come hold my lights? Yeah, literally. <laughs> like, do me a favor, girl. Make me feel yeah. professional. <laughs> Want to come check out my, uh, yeah. my video recording? Yeah. Okay, so could you just stand there That's for eight hours? That's exactly <laughs> how it went down. She thinks <laughs> she's going to be she's gonna be an extra in the video, but she's yeah. just holding the lights. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking lame. I tagged her in all the videos I posted, there, so it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> Get her name in the. Uh, yeah, I'm like special genius credits. Yeah. Yeah. Key grip. <laughs> exactly. Awesome. Awesome. So, did you have the idea for the video, or did did um, uh, your uh, the photographer did she have yeah, an idea? She um she asked me like for ideas, like we'd like brainstorm and stuff like that. So we kind of like just um bounced off each other, but um she came up with like the whole concept and like storyline and stuff like that which Very is cool. really cool did, does it stick true to you with the songs yes there you go yes it does yeah, it was what, perfect yeah, yeah that's what you're kind of going for it too, yeah right? when you can kind of show tell that story that sometimes when you listen to a song you listen to lyrics i find like yeah you can kind of come up with your own interpretation of what's really going on mm -hmm, right mm -hmm. but uh we can have that video and that imagery showing yeah it's a different yeah we got yeah. we get we, i i think season two we got to move to video man the more i think about it oh yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll get some cameras down yeah, here the video <laughs> element is totally different than the audio element yeah yeah it's true well and people especially these days they like they like to listen to stuff you know but yeah. they they like having an image kind of yeah. mm -hmm. just mm -hmm. distracting them you know <laughs> while they're listening so yeah. ah, which is great um so that's awesome so uh how do you do it then do you when you're putting singles out are you uh you're going through the distribution you kind of mentioned that are you are you thinking like Spotify and stuff like that, or are you thinking videos and and content, YouTube um, content and stuff? I'm as thinking well? because I have like more followers on like Spotify and those platforms. I'm thinking like Spotify, Apple, all them. So you're but, thinking um, of the audio. Yeah, mostly first. audio because um it's really important like for me personally. I want um I want it to get big on Spotify because it'll get onto like the big playlists and stuff like that, and yeah. then like your streams will just start going crazy. Yeah, and um so that's like kind of what. I work for I guess in a sense but um yeah but I'm trying to get more like content and stuff like that for my YouTube because I want to grow like my subscribers and like my engagement and stuff like that I, I keep hearing that's where the money's at is, yeah is YouTube streams right that's why that's why I just mentioned the the video thing like yeah I think we're gonna that's where you're gonna see like people making full-on livings off of music it's not really audio anymore mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's gonna be everything platform. else yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay, it's cool. But you're right. You got to get the streams up so that people are in the followers, right? Exactly. So that uh, they they hop around with mm -hmm. you to YouTube or to these other platforms. I have a question too. Do you do you actively seek out like um, I guess it would be management, but like when you're when you have the idea, okay, this is my next single or whatever. Who like do you have a team around you that's kind of like okay? It's first we do the social media blast, then we do the email list, and then we do the YouTube video release, and then we put the stream up on. Do you have someone organizing for that? Or are you just kind of grassroots doing that all yourself? Um, I worked with a PR company a couple months ago. Okay, and um, that they basically did that. But um, around that time, I just wasn't like dropping music. We were just trying to trying to like push my old stuff and like the video and stuff like that. Yep. So they helped out a lot, but um. No, before that, it was just me, and now it's just me. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Yeah, I like the grassroots, like you, you keep kind of mentioning. Yeah. yeah. I'm also, like, a really bad, like, control freak. Like, I need to, like, do everything myself, so, like, <laughs> I don't mind it. Are you, are you an Aries, or? 
Um, I'm a Virgo. I'm an Aries, and oh, I'm the same Aries? way. Yeah. yeah. Actually, yeah. two days ago. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> it's birthday celebration today. Happy birthday. <laughs> what are you? What's your sign? I am Aquarius. Aquarius. Oh, yeah. My boyfriend's an Aquarius. We yeah. either get along really well or it's the worst thing in the world. Is that right? Yeah. I? Oh, mm-hmm. geez. I thought Aquarius got along with everybody. Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. So maybe it's not him. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. See, I already like your boyfriend for some yeah. reason. I haven't even met him yet. Uh, You've really connected on yeah. a <laughs> That's funny, yeah. So you so you worked with a PR team and you kind of uh have this specific goal. Like, do you so okay, I'll just ask, like what how many how many streams are we looking at for Spotify, for YouTube, for all that? What do, what do you, what's your kind of numbers looking like? Uh, my numbers right now. They range between like, I'm like average like a hundred thousand to like hundred and fifty thousand. Like I have like one song that's at like three hundred thousand. I have one song that's at like twelve thousand. Okay, like that's great. Super, it's great. Like, Good for you. Yeah, yeah. You're you've basically got a city under your belt. Yeah. Did, did you feel that cool. the video helped that one with the three hundred thousand? I think so. Yeah. yeah, I actually think it did. So, so um, it's like a visual element. Like they want to hold it in their hands and just look at it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Well, would you have any advice then for? Um, yeah, maybe you've already asked this. I'm not sure, but like an up and coming artist that's kind of mm-hmm. um, maybe looking up to looking up to you, Lay, um, and you're to take them under their wing. What what kind of what would you give them as far as uh, advice? Um, put in the work. Don't cut corners. When you're like dropping a song, promote it everywhere you can. Yeah, yeah. Like and um, TikTok helps. Yeah, I hate, yeah. I hate to say it, but TikTok helps. In, a lot. in what way? <laughs> um. <laughs> My Instagram has grown a lot from it. Like I've gotten maybe like four or five hundred extra followers just from like posting shit on TikTok. Like my friends and I will start like stupid like drama because she has a bunch of followers. Like we posted a video the other day and I got like two million views of me just like roasting her. And like we came up with a script awesome. about, like together, right? Right. And all the comments are like, drop your friends, so toxic, blah, 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 blah. But then I'll get the followers from it too. She'll get followers from it too. It's the funniest one. Just troll the internet. It's hilarious. Really? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So what were some of the roasts that you said about your friend? <laughs> she um so basically the video was like she dyed her hair purple and then she's like um oh like do you like my hair color or whatever I'm like no you look dumb like you look like an oompa loompa lava girl cat from Victorious <laughs> I was like you look like a five year old who tried to like dye her hair with Kool Aid but like it sucked and like just went off on her and like she's just a good actress too so she's like like Loki like crying in the video <laughs> was she oh wicked. she just looked so sad and the comments are so funny they're like wow it'd be funny so if that was. Toxic. It's like a TikTok's a fifty nine second platform. Right? Yeah, that's yeah. the whole thing. Oh, is it? Yeah. yeah. So, so you I got talk like fast. 50, 50, 55 seconds of you just like yeah, no, hammering She had to make like an apology video. She's, she's like, it was a joke. Like it's okay. Apology you video. did not. Did you have I the did, apology TikTok? <laughs> so the internet is the worst place ever. I hate it so oh, much. But like, wow. you have to capitalize on the hate. You know, it's true. Yeah. There's so many haters out there. Yeah, no, exactly. It's yeah, that's a that's a good one. People are still gonna know who you are, even if they hate you. Into our one listener in Wisconsin, go fuck yourself. (laughs) Your comments mean nothing. (laughs) That's right. Yeah. Yeah, no, to that tra- actually Tracy in Wisconsin. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> you, you bring up a good point, Lay. Like that's um, people people look at it so negatively because there are so many negative uh, comments and, and trolls, as you mentioned. Mm-hmm. So that's a great call. Is that's you might as well try and take advantage of <laughs> exactly. them, right? Try and get them like, on. It's on right board. there. Might as well. Yeah. No, that's brilliant. Yeah. Awesome. So, do you have what's your what's your next uh, single coming out? Um, My next single 
April 13th. April 13th. What's oh. it called? It's Two uh, days called from now. One Night. Yeah. Yeah. One Wait. Night? One Night. Awesome. Okay. It's, um, it's like really R&B, like, like Summer Walker. My dad says it sounds like Is that like the 50s Drake. one that we're talking about? No, this is no, a different okay, one. Okay. Yeah, that's on my own. <laughs> my, yeah, yeah. Right, right. right. <laughs> Sorry. I don't have all my notes in front of me. Yeah. <laughs> well, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> one of us is prepared one of us isn't first <laughs> shut, the, shut the fuck up to me um awesome so uh that comes out um there'll be no video for that no no video okay and you're just, just gonna a... shoot that out uh on all the platforms yeah, spotify and that? just uh do a little instagram push awesome it's, yeah awesome yeah. what are your uh your socials do you want to just socials? let yeah. us know um lay.vara for um, Instagram, TikTok, and I think my Twitter is lay underscore Vara because they don't do dots for usernames for whatever reason. Oh, but, um, <laughs> so that's yeah. underscore on that. Yeah, <laughs> underscore on Twitter. <laughs> that's awesome. Well, make sure you go check her out there. Um, do you have any um, like online shows, anything planned? Uh, you want to kind of You can do them from your own house. You yes. don't have yeah. to be scared of live stream. Okay, well, tonight at 7 o'clock, catch yeah. you yeah. lay in the basement. Yeah. 100%. Lay, lay in the basement. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Lay in the basement tapes. The yeah. lacement time. Lay on the couch in the basement. Yeah. The lacement. The lacement. The lacement. <laughs> yeah. You should have smoked weed with us, Lay. Like. <laughs> uh, that's great. Uh, and yeah, do you have any, are you going to do any yeah, online shows? I have shows um, a couple like, things like pre-recorded things that are coming out like with the waveland company that i was talking about earlier um i think it's april 30th that it comes out you can like buy tickets on their website and stuff like that and it's just a bunch of like toronto artists doing their songs so you can go check that out awesome there yeah. you go there you go wavelength so what wavelength.com waveland waveland. waveland yeah waveland.com waveland on like instagram and stuff like that so awesome. yeah go awesome. get your tickets <laughs> and then i'll Oh, I'm good if you're good. Yeah, I think so. So I think we'll take ourselves a little break and then uh, you're right. going to stick around, eh, Lay, yes, while, the, while the boys join us? Awesome. Yeah, we might have a little live performance going later. Ooh, that's right. <laughs> a little later. Yeah, a little, a little later. <laughs> that's that's my, I'm a dad, so I don't want to. Yeah, you're allowed. Yeah, that's true. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm the fucking idiot. If you haven't, been able to, if you haven't caught on yet. Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. cool. Well, uh, I'm Jesse. I'm Jay. And this is Kitchener Famous. We'll be right back. Hey folks, this is Jay from the Kitchener Famous Podcast with Jesse and Jay, and I want you to check out our merchandise that's for sale. If you go to our social media handles on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, you can check out our Kitchener Famous t-shirts, masks, baseball shirts, and trucker caps. We don't only sound good in your ears, but we look good on your body. So email us what you want at kitchenerfamous at gmail.com. That's kitchenerfamous at gmail.com. Get in there. Yeah. Get in there. See, that's nice. Mm. And uh, mm. see, you're supporting local by drinking. There you go, Lay. Raspberry? There you go. It is. They is just it? came out with a watermelon one. Oh, I love watermelon. Mm. Yeah. Just walked into a, nice... a cult. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> We're excluded. I was like, what? <laughs> My water bottle doesn't make noise. <laughs> I told you guys to bring drinks. I, I, got, co- <laughs> I got coffee, but mine doesn't click. I almost didn't yeah. even bring mics. Mine doesn't click. drinks. <laughs> you just sound of All coffee. you needed were mics and drinks. Yeah. Sound yeah. of him rolling up the rim. <laughs> yeah. That's all I got. <laughs>
Isn't it like <laughs> digital now? Yeah. Is yeah, it digital, digital now? Yeah, it is digital. Yeah, it is digital. That's so dumb. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Sound of sound of roll up the rim sounds like a keyboard now. Welcome back to the anti Tim Hortons podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Jesse. I'm Jay. And this is uh anti Tim. Yeah. <laughs> Andy Tim. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Welcome back for real. Um coming on with us as our weekend warriors is uh the just ideas production company. Just Ideas is made up of two Canadian producers, Josh Polaz and George Panetta, who share Cambridge, Ontario as their hometown. While producing music individually for various artists, they unknowingly collaborated on a song together, having never actually met. What turned out to be a chance encounter at a performance quickly developed into a partnership of two like-minded musicians both with undeniable work ethic to create great music together. Now working out of Kitchener, Ontario, they are responsible for over 10 million combined streams on Apple Music, Spotify, and YouTube. Over the last three years, Just Ideas has been producing for artists from all around the, gro- all around the globe, from Latin mega producer Sensei Musica to Grammy recording artist DJ Flex and Beanie Man. Their sound can be heard across an array of genres, including pop, R&B, hip-hop, Latin, EDM, and many more. Some of the current uh, roster of artists they've produced are 347 Aiden, Alex Price, Beanie Man, Fagan, Flex, GN... Rilla, uh, Jay Isaiah, Japanese, Junka, Curry, Rolf. Sorry, I'm probably mispronouncing all these. <laughs> yeah, you got like 50% of them. Nando, Boom, <laughs> Papayo. <laughs> Nando, Boom, Papayo. Sensei, Musica, and uh, our guest of uh, our guest of honor, Le Vera. Yeah. Um, so welcome, guys. That was uh, long-winded. I have to catch my breath. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks for coming to the Kitchen Memorial Potatorium to sit I in like with that. us and uh, hang with us and chat about uh, what's going on. I got one quick question. Just by looking at Jesse, do you think he likes broccoli? <laughs> do you want an honest do I answer? Fucking look like I like broccoli. No, yeah, roast me. Uh, okay. I mean, I've seen chocolate dipped broccoli before. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's Fair on. Enough. The heat is on. He would like. Yeah, chocolate Jesse would like that. Broccoli. Yeah. yeah, deep fried chocolate, chocolate dipped broccoli. Deep fried. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so let's get down to brass tacks. Uh, when did you? When did each of you guys start um, playing? Uh, music and what what were each of your catalyst moments to know like what what you guys that that music was your purpose basically you whoever know, wants to go first, first. first. all right paper scissors all right paper rock scissors oh both scissors hey, oh, we got you choose i guess okay you go <laughs> <laughs> right. so josh is going first <laughs> he chose me to go first okay <laughs> okay yeah george is going first yeah uh for me started playing piano eight years old Grew up playing in church, and then I really enjoyed it. Um, it wasn't, like, super forced. Both my brother and I started in lessons. His was forced. Mine was more like, I like this. Uh, so, yeah, I grew up playing in church, and I think the, like you said, the catalyst moment for me was probably, I went to a Kanye West concert, actually, the graduation tour. Uh, Rihanna, NERD, wow. Kanye West, Lupe Fiasco. And I think that concert itself, I was like, man, this is insane. And, and that's what you want to do. And that's what I want to do. I right. want to, I knew I didn't want to be like a performer, like stage. I yeah. wasn't born with a voice or anything like that. I can harmonize. I was born as a, I'm the Scotty Pippen voice, you know? <laughs> right. And, uh, well, what, what makes it, what is that inside you that like, why do you want to be the, the Scotty Pippen? Um, I it's mean, it's so weird that you, you, you connected 
but you wanted to be a side guy. That's that's yeah. That's, that's yeah. why I, I'm curious. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I think I think early on uh, playing in church. I think that's where it was. Like I grew up playing in a band setting there. I love sports. Right. Team guy. I think that just all kind of connected for me. That I was like, you know, I'm not. I'm not the singer. I'm not the rapper. I'm not that. But I have an understanding on what that person needs to get the support musically. Right. And right so on. even when it came to soloing, I hated it. I love chords. Yeah. Right. right. Yeah. And they'd be like solo. I'd be like, no, you know. And, uh, <laughs> wow. So I think I, I knew. I knew the role that I wanted to play uh, with music. I think that's kind of where I made that decision. That's and then great. being at that concert, I was like, man, like the guys that made that music, they might not be here, but like the impact that has on like 25,000 people is, yeah. is amazing. That's awesome. That's crazy. That okay. wasn't even that long ago though. Was it that concert? Uh, 2006 or seven. Oh, that's a long time. Yeah. I was like 16. <laughs> I was in high school. I was like 16, 17 years old. Yeah. 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 And that was your catalyst. That was like, that okay, was, I'm that doing was like that. my, yeah. That's your Eureka moment. moment. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Awesome. awesome. What about you, man? Uh, I mean, I think I got put into piano like, I don't know, probably when I was like, it's probably the same age as you, but I gave up that up really quick. And then I got, my parents put me into the guitar when I was in like grade six. And I've always just been kind of doing something music like throughout my entire life. I didn't really do much sports, but minus like the sports that like your parents forced you to go into. Like I was doing soccer. I sucked at that. Yeah, <laughs> I don't run or do anything physical, but um, I would say like the the big moment for me was so my older cousin he was really big into like it was like a metal band at the time and they had like a ton of traction. So then that's kind of what got me into it. And I was really big into like the metal scene, and I was in a bunch of bands and all that stuff. And then I think the other moment was when I realized I like suck at everything else besides music. So yeah. I would try to like do something that wasn't like music related, and I was complete garbage at that. So I'm like, I'm just gonna kind of stick with this. Uh, that's that's a good good eye though to what, know. What was, your, what was the what was the cousins band? Uh, um, they're called Auras. They're like a gent ish like post hardcore kind of band. Okay, they're awesome. signed to E1. And when when was cool. that for you? Oh man, uh, that was probably before high school. So okay, wow. like, so like two, so like seen years ago or part of me. You see him at a show and like yeah, because he he would always bring me out to all these shows and like my other cousin was in another band too, and they had like sold out venues and all that stuff and they were opening for like these insane artists. I was like, this is crazy. So that's yeah. kind of what got me into it. Like yeah. I, I think I went back and forth between like a bunch of instruments all the time. I wasn't necessarily like good at one, but I knew I took music like a lot more seriously than other people. So I was like, I'm gonna do something in music. I'm just not sure what it's gonna be yet. Right. And how, how long ago? Like, that's 10, 15 years? Or? Uh, I mean, I think when I started producing, that's when I started taking it seriously. And I'd say that's, like, 2009, like, 2010. Okay. okay. Yeah. Cool. Uh, so, both of you guys, I just wanted to kind of know what uh, the biggest influences as, as both artists and producers are. Like, who? we'll start with George again for argument's sake. Sure, sure, yeah. I mean, for me, I think it's in the production world, it's, you know, the same as everybody else, the Pharrell, Kanye West, Timbaland, yeah. Scott Storch, Swiss Beats, those are the guys I grew up on at least. And then, um, you know, later on you figure out the guys that you grew up on that you didn't know you grew up on. So like yeah. Babyface, Teddy Riley, yeah. um, 
you know, even in the rock world, like the Mutt Lang, just his, oh yeah, his contribution to production. Um, so yeah, I would say those are all uh, heavy influences. Um, like my my background, Spanish. Um, so a lot of Latin music. There's a yeah. producer named uh, Sergio George, and he's responsible. Mark Anthony, uh, Victor Manuel, like yeah. lot, like you name it. He's he's behind those artists. Right. Um, so I think just the biggest producers. Uh, um, once you find out what a producer is, then you're yeah. kind of like, that's what I want to do. Josh, how about you, man? What uh, what do you? Uh, for my biggest influence, uh, it kind of ranges. I feel. I don't ever stick to like one. I've never stuck with like one sort of artist or like producer or anything like that. But um, if I was to pick, it'd probably be like I think Diplo, just because he's been. I, I don't know anyone else that's like more versatile than this dude. His like he produces for so many artists and like so many different genres. And on top of that, he has his own music that he's putting out in like well, he's in like two or three different groups at this point. I don't know. I, I think the versatility is just like the main thing. Like I'm always trying to dive into like as many genres as possible, so I'm always looking up to this guy. Or uh, I guess Skrillex would be one too. Mm, just nice. that guy's crazy with like sound design and just the uh, anyone that's like super creative. I'm usually trying to go towards, but I don't necessarily follow that many people. Who? Who? Uh, what are some of the artists then that that these guys have done that you can uh, kind of point to to say like that? That's a song right there that I. Yeah. You know? What was that first? Uh, big song that Diplo produced that like, the, like the one Paper Planes for, one like, oh was it I didn't even know that was yeah he, that was the first song he produced that like blew up first time I heard like Diplo like record and everyone talked about Diplo was that like one that went viral where everyone was like twerking upside down <laughs> oh Ponda Floor that one yeah yeah, yeah. they're all so, jumping off of rooftops and ladders yeah. Pond Ponda Floor oh it's I like thought a, you said found the floor twerking <laughs> 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 upside down oh she found the floor yeah, <laughs> yeah. that was like the first time I, I like I heard his name as a yeah cool cool who else have they done like uh, Justin Bieber obviously yeah, the, the Alessia Carr Jackie like all anyone that's been mainstream he's pretty much worked with right so, I mean Major Lazer is like one of his groups Okay. Okay. They, they collab with everyone too. Awesome. Awesome. Cool. Um, what gave you guys the idea to brand yourself as a production company, and and when did that kind of come to fruition? Um, that, I mean, it's kind of a long story, but really, do it. Um, like I said, I so I started making beats in high school, and same thing that like that's when producer was starting to like identify as kind of these entities. Before it was just kind of you saw them on the record and yeah but then in hip-hop i mean that's who i was like looking up to is like i said um pharrell he was part of n-e-r-d right yep. and the neptunes was his production group um everyone knows pharrell but if you study his catalog he came the neptunes you know the the production duo um and i found that to be like a lot of guys came from like kind of crews outcast they had um organized noise yeah. Um, you know, that was a crew of producers and, and, you know, sometimes they go off and do their own thing. But anyways, long story short, I started doing beats in high school. Okay. That's cool. kind of where it started for me. Yeah. And then, um, I ended up going to school and doing like business ventures, um, later down the road when we met was, um, actually through Alex Price, another okay. oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. artist. Um, yeah. He's yeah. a hell of a player and hell yeah. of a singer. 
he's yeah. insane. Yeah, yeah, we have uh, we just finished we just wrapped up a whole EP for him. So five songs we did the whole thing with him. Right cool. on. And, uh, When's that coming out? I don't know if there's a date, but there's uh, it's supposed to be out already. Yeah, it's supposed to be out already, <laughs> but uh, actually Neo ended up uh, hearing it. The the R and B artist Neo, and so he's gonna be a part of the launch. Oh, uh, right now I just found what? Out, like, yeah, earlier today I just found out. <laughs> so. Let me have a talk with Neil. I, yeah. I don't know if I like this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so it's exciting. I don't know the full details yet, but I guess we're just kind of waiting on that to finish uh, right getting wrapped up. But what happened was we uh, he did a song for you know, I'll say it in a way where how it all ties. <laughs> Alex had a single that he brought to me. Yeah, and he said, "Hey, look, I want to put this record out." Yeah. The problem is I can't use the production on it. He had some falling out with whoever was organizing that. Those guys had hooked him up with Josh. Josh was actually the guy who did that production. But before I knew that, I remade the beat. I remade the production for the song. And, but there was this one part in the, in the hook that was like a drop, like an EDM kind of drop. And I didn't know what it was. And I said, look, I don't know what this sound is. Um, I don't know how to replicate it or anything. Like I can do the keys. I can do the drums a different way or whatever. But I don't know how to make the, that sound. And he goes, okay, well, let me reach out to the guy that did the beat. See if he'll send it to me. And it doesn't get... Um, too complicated so he did send it he sent the stem of that drop right jo- josh did yeah well yep. at this time it was the guy that made oh, the original okay. we didn't is all yeah, we, we didn't know each other yeah that's <laughs> okay. all i knew the guy that made the original sent it gotcha but he couldn't use the original production that's all i knew yeah. um so then the the song ends up getting finished it goes to radio it had you know he put it out through a team that he was working with at the time and then maybe like four months later uh, something like that. Yeah, like two, four months later, I was playing with Alex at uh, Rhapsody or something. Uh, no, it, it was, was the um, Fox Pub, Pub on King. Pub, Pub on King. King. Pub yeah. on King yeah. Oh yeah, the old Fox. I knew it as the Fox. Yeah. Uh, so him and I are playing. We finish one of our sets, and then um, we're just sitting on the table, just the two of us. And then this drunk guy walks up, and he's like, "Yo!" And, and then Alex goes, "Hey, look, this is the guy that made the original beat. This is the guy." That made the new beat, and we're like, "Oh, yo, what you did was dope. What you did was dope. We should work one day." That guy that was drunk was this guy. Yeah, I was, I was drunk as shit. <laughs> I barely remember meeting George. I'm not gonna lie. Oh, you made your first business transaction just hammered, eh? I feel like that's most transactions. <laughs> yeah, <to right>. <laughs> and so we exchanged Facebook at each other there. And then the next day, I was like, "Hey, nice meeting you. We should work together if you ever have time." Blah blah blah. And then uh, probably like the next week, we uh, he came over, and then we started working. And then right away, it was like man we work yeah. really well together right cool. and and so i was still doing my own thing he was doing his thing um he was part of another uh like production thing going on and yeah but i think just like the the musical respect if that's a thing was yeah. just there right away it was kind of yeah. like oh man this guy's on the same wave yeah i am let's so i was sending him stuff that i was working on and he would send it back without me giving like full details or anything like that i was just like hey i'm working on this thing and he would send it back in a way that like if i was sitting beside him i would probably say hey try doing this and it just came back like something that i would do but somebody else was doing it like a really high level like would you be asking asking him can you do something with this i think we're kind of on the same page yeah we didn't really need to ask for anything it would just be like hey try something on this yeah yeah yeah. it's like here i laid these chords and keys and synths or whatever over the this acapella that i got sent do your right. thing and then he'd send it back and it was like literally it just sounded like we made it together 
Right. Awesome. Um, cool. Finished each other's musical sandwiches. Yeah, hold the broccoli. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't think that goes in a sandwich. Broccoli <laughs> sandwiches. Yeah. <laughs> and then, um, gross. Yeah, we did that for what, like two years. Yeah, I don't think we were just ideas yet, were we? Yeah, I think no, I think we just worked on each other's stuff for like two, two and a half years, hmm. and then we started working with this like s- circle of of really talented artists. You know, I'd bring some to the table, he'd bring some to the table, and then everyone else was just kind of like, yo, why aren't you like you guys a duo or like a thing? And we're like, oh, well, you know, I'm doing my thing, he's doing his thing. And, it's just, and then everyone's like, no, no, for real, like you guys should do it together. Awesome. And then yeah. um, we were like, well, we can start trying to maybe sell some beats online on like a, we'll make a site or whatever. And then um, did you go that route? Yeah, we yeah. did. We cool. did. Yeah, and then that didn't last very long. It didn't last very long. <laughs> but what did happen was, uh, just people heard other people's productions that we worked on, and then like, you know, we have a lot of friends that do this too. And like, I have a we have this friend Mike that I went to college with, and he has a studio in Toronto. He started sending artists that were like using these YouTube beats but they didn't like properly lease them so they couldn't use them and all this stuff. And they're like, Hey, can you make a, a beat? I have these vocals. And then that was, well, we decided October, 2019, we're going to do this. That's weird that you remember the month. I remember because it's in the bio, I think, or oh, okay. it wasn't something I sent recently. <laughs> That's how I know. And, um, so then pandemic happens. Yeah. 2020 early. And by then we had like momentum of like working together a lot. So then, but the pandemic hits, Everything shut down, can't go to sessions. Jeez. We figured out how to use Zoom to our advantage like that first you know, week or two um, because everyone was trying these million things on how to use your audio on your computer. Right. And I was like, man, if, if somebody's doing a presentation, they're showing a YouTube video, they have to be able to share their audio. So we started digging in. We figured it out. We started doing sessions with lots of Americans, lots of so everyone people, around the just world. everywhere. Yeah. Really? Wow. Yeah. And it made it really easy. And then you use that to your advantage. Yeah. It definitely like to your advantage. It leveled yeah. the playing field just with like sessions in general. I feel like people didn't really know how to like streamline a process on the, like how to do sessions online. And we got onto it pretty early, which helped us out and just put us in like sessions. We would never be, yeah, they'd be able like, to get. Yeah. These yeah. guys, wow. the, like somebody would be in a session that knows us and they'd be like, well, these guys know how to make the session sound good cool. while we're listening. And then we'd just jump in. And, and I mean, at that time, it wasn't like you could still visit and stuff. So we just kind of set up at my house in my basement. And we had our yeah. our, our uh, Zoom uh, get like set up there. And then, you know, when things got even more tight, he'd be at his place, I'd be at mine. We're Zooming in. We're running everything off his laptop. But I can play keys. He's like, oh, I like that part. I record yeah. the MIDI, put it in the chat. He's got it in the chat, drops it in, loads whatever sounds he wants. On, and so we just Jeez. that was our 2020 holy shit that's great yeah so then exactly. that kind of keeping music alive man yeah. that's fucking incredible so yeah that snowballs we get offered management late summer and at that point like our production stuff was rolling in canada yeah one of our the management guys is from the states and he's got a like he's got a, a great career behind him uh he was at republic for over 20 years taylor swift the weekend yeah and so it made sense for us because we're like, you know, we're doing our thing in Canada and with our connections, but this is going to allow open bigger doors. Right. So that was 2020. And by then we're like, okay, this duo thing is working. And then we got the idea of releasing our own music and then we chased 
distributing, and then we did that in February. I, I don't know. You're the one that knows the dates. Yeah, yeah. February. <laughs> uh, You're we, the one who does the bio on the <laughs> website. We decided to distribute through AWOL. Um, and yeah, that's where we really started music, and that's how that decision happened. Wow. Well, on that note, um, what are, I guess, both of you, what, what are some of your favorite uh, memorable studio moments? Like, what do you, does one, one stick out for each of you, or...? Oh man, I have no idea. I'm in sessions literally like every day. So I, that's amazing. Uh, I don't know. I have, yeah, I have to I, think about that. Uh, I, I mean, I think for like memorable, there's there's so many, but like I mean, I think that just when we realized that, like yo, we we work really well together, which is hard, right? Because sometimes it's forced. Sometimes you're not on the same page. So that that definitely for me is a big moment where it's like we have this incredible like we've never had an argument over a song it's all if anything gets changed in the song it's always for what's the best for the song right so it's never that ego thing so right i on. think for me that's super yeah. memorable um, my favorite quote is the the biggest ego in the room should be the song yeah yeah 100 yeah, <laughs> percent, all, and all then, the time yeah. and then i think another big moment for me was like hearing like one of my somebody i grew up on their dry vocals in the studio Right. Oh, yeah. Because then you're like, wait, they, they sound like everyone else. That's right. just their voice. Yeah. yeah. And so that that was pretty cool. You know, um, we, like you said, the, the Beanie Man thing, right? For me, Beanie Man growing up is like massive deal. I grew up listening to a lot of dance on reggae. So to receive his vocals, that was pretty cool to just, you know, go right. through them and, and the takes. And their takes are like anybody else's. Right. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. Brings yeah. them down to earth a bit, right? Like, yeah. 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 It, well, yeah. And it makes you feel like, I can do this. Yeah, too, sure, right. You're yeah. not. There's not this yeah. magic machine machine that, <laughs> that everyone has that we don't have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, I think um, when I was still at the other studio, I think when we had like our first like writing camp, I think that was really neat. Actually, um, I was at like before George and I were in a duo. I was at like this other studio, and I think it would probably be like once a month or once like every other month. I would try to get just a bunch of artists from different like different areas completely and then different genres and i would just try to bring everyone together for like a weekend to just try and make some music i think have you been to them no no i, th- I was invited but i'd never oh you thought you made it to decline yeah. the invite yeah. 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 Too big back then who is I this yeah. <laughs> i don't have this number saved because i think i think the very first one we had you i think you were there and then uh andrew fagan who came from florida and then we had spencer who came from nashville Wow. Then Jay from Saga, who else was there? That's um, the Jay that I was talking about earlier. Right. Yeah, yeah, it was, and everyone Holly? was like from completely different genres. Like Holly like, and them down. Yeah, Andrew. There was Andrew was there, there too. Alex was in one of them with yeah. us. Yeah, and it's like everyone's from like a completely different genre, and everyone just like worked together on. We did like a handful of songs, and they turned out really good. That's uh, cool. dude. We're like kind of in the middle of the exact same thing right yeah, now. Yeah, we're kind of in a virtual song. We got a virtual group, songwriting right? thing that we're both same idea. Part of. Yeah, yeah. We, we just mashed people like there's like i think seven groups last time of like four so there's 28 people involved then we get together at the end of the the month to kind of hear like what came out of it yeah what songs yeah so they just mash people together and be like here you know make an explosion happen you know it's kind of neat (laughs) so this probably kind of takes us and uh when does lay come in to the picture uh with you guys how we kind of heard her her tale in the first uh, segment but um what uh what is it that kind of catches your eye or your ear um uh you approach her or, and 
let us know how that kind of uh, came came about with you guys. I hit up Lay, I th- definitely. But I know when. Okay, rephrase. What are you laughing Rephrase it. Because I'm just thinking. Because I hit up Lay. Okay. Um, <laughs> Because right. we originally first started just talking about music, and then I know you sent me, um, I think you sent me like a voice note or a video of just you singing, and then that's when I realized, because I hit up Jay, and I was like, yo, this girl's sick, like, we need to try and work with her, and then I think, um, I was already working with like a lot of artists at the time, I think you're probably like the newest one that came to like the group mm-hmm. for everyone that we're with, and then, um, was it the first session that you came, it was, was it Jay? Yeah, you, Jay was there, and I had a, I got him on that one song. Yeah, that, I remember that song too. <laughs> Jay who? Jay Isaiah. Okay. He's yeah, like a saga. Yeah, R&B artist. Yep. I know, was it like, I think the first song we did was kind of weird. I remember everyone, we got like super distracted watching just Animal Planet. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, we got, we got, so Sativa or Indica, I gotta ask. <laughs> <laughs> just vibes. Yeah, Honestly, yeah. that's all it was. <laughs> just vibes. But then I think from there, we started working a lot. After that was, the next session that you came to was with, was it Taylor in Toronto? Like in Toronto? That's yeah, the first time I met. That's when you. I met George. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Do you, I don't know if you guys are familiar with Taylor Jackson? He's uh oh yeah, he's a videographer. Yeah, and travel his, photographer. His, actually, his wife just uh, released a pretty cool the small petition. business petition. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah her. good for that's her. Yeah, I just saw that on CTV News. Yeah, yeah. So they're they're great friends of mine. Um, yeah, they're good people. I, I liked his show actually. The the food. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, the yeah. YouTube thing he had going where he's going into like Peppy's and ordering a yeah, bunch of stuff. Yeah, he did like local food, like yeah, food local show, food really. show. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it was really cool. cool. Yeah. So he's he's like a hilarious guy. I like um, him in I general, and so him and I are good friends. And um, anyways, he put us up. He he got us this Airbnb in Toronto. Um, there was like a grand piano in it, and we we made a studio in there. Like we brought our monitors and everything, and we he set us up there for like three days. Yeah, I think, yeah. Like and he wanted us to work on his like music project that he was doing, right? So, um, we were there, and then we brought Jay through, and yeah. then Jay we for like, the first day, and then we were like, came "Oh, the next. it'd be cool to have girl vocals on this track or whatever." And then we're like going down, like who we know, or whatever. And then I think that's when you you showed me something. And you're like, "Oh, this girl's really cool. This new girl we're working with." So she drove out to Toronto the, from... I was still in Mount Forest. Mount Forest. That was that was oh, my and God. And the like highway the got shut down. I was on that 401 for like three hours, just just stopped. Oh, oh, things yeah. I do for you guys. Uh, <laughs> and then, uh, so yeah, she came. I remember we were there like pretty late. And then we were like, hey, look, like there's a whole bunch of rooms here. Like you can you can have one of the rooms. Yeah. Like, one of us will stay on the couch. Like it's And she's like, no, it's cool. I'll drive home. So she, I don't even know. I think what I had time school was. the next morning or something. Yeah, she drove home <laughs> super late and stuff. It was crazy, but that for me was like, she's committed. Yeah, and she's really good. Yeah, Thanks. that's amazing. Yeah. So that was my introduction to to Lay. I think like before I connected with Lay, there wasn't. I didn't work with any female artists, and we've been trying to like find some for the longest time. But it was like it was difficult, at least in the area. Either and if there were any female artists, they were like either not in the genre that I was trying to find or they weren't as like serious as they say they were. So then as soon after we connected with her, I think like I would try like plugging you into like every session or anytime I could. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it seemed to work out for the most part. Yeah, no. And, and the thing about Leia is too, is we're like, Hey, can you try out something on this? Yeah. And just hit record and she does it. And what I found before was sometimes like the, like you said, the females I work with in the area, it was kind of like, 
well, I'll I'll take it home and I'll write it. I'll write something to it and I'll send it. And yeah. like with her, like at least in the world that we work with, it's like go 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 fast go. streamlining. Yeah, you, yeah, you can fix it spot. later, but at least lay down a demo and some melodies and a hook and stuff. And and she has that ability to are, do that. Are you giving her like? Are you getting free uh, reign on creativity? Like, can I whatever you're yeah. hearing in your head for the most part? Yeah, yeah. they'll be yeah. like try something. I'll be like okay, and then I'll do it, and then we'll go from there. I guess. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. You guys have ideas sometimes too. You'll you'll offer yeah, it. just like, ideas, <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think I think the the crew in general that we work with is like that. Like they trust us, we trust them. So they're like, oh, you know, I have this idea. Let's say I'll, like, I'll just throw an example. Like this this dance hall like inspired R and B track. They're like, okay, cool. So right away we get to it. We come up with something. You like it? Yeah hit record they lay down their ideas and do we like it yeah let's change this okay then and then that's yeah. the process that's yeah, the process yeah. man we Holy definitely shit. have like a good formula with everyone right now everyone's very i think willing to experiment which is good so like nothing's ever set in stone so we'll come up with like a a base idea and it's like all right do we want to maybe try and push this towards like a different genre or like a different feeling and it's like every every step we just kind of decide if it if we want to change it here or not and it ends up coming out with like a we always have like a really good end product for the most part yeah everyone's feelings are left at the door yeah that's like you good. said like the, the biggest thing is the song right so we're like yo that's whack let's try it again nobody's yep. like oh my god they said it's whack oh, it hurts my feelings <laughs> yeah no. yeah do you guys have favorite genres that you you kind of gravitate towards um mine ranges a lot i think um I, I usually my like taste is kind of influenced by whoever I'm working with at the time. So it's like if I'm working with like a bunch of Latin artists, then I just kind of surround myself in that music and that's all I listen to. I wouldn't say there's one that I necessarily stick with. Like you, I mean hip hop obviously. I feel like that's just kind of like the new pop and then I feel like probably like anything afro, like afro beats or something. Yeah, sort. it's a good vibe. Yeah. yeah. Right on. Um, so with streaming being the most common and relative platform to the modern artist, what are some of the creative and interesting ways that you guys have generated, uh, income and followers, I guess, as, as both producers and as artists? Um, I feel like consistency is one, um, 100%, yeah. like some, we can't always, not that we control the art. Like I'm, when I say it, I, I don't mean that we control the artist, but we can't control when and what they put out all the time or have influence on it all the time. There's sometimes we believe in something and then artists go through their stuff in their heads and their lives. And then they're like, oh, I'm not feeling that song anymore for this month. And, you know, I want to sound a little more like this. And, and so we have, to yeah, we have to respect that. Um, but so I guess our formula is, you know, have 50 songs done. And if this artist isn't feeling it, this guy's going to feel something. And he'll release it. So, so we just, just constantly, it's rip. like a volume thing yeah, for us. Like we're right. working, he's in sessions every single day. I'm, I'm, I probably go to 50% yeah, percent of the sessions. Um, just cause I, I also work on like the business side of things. Yeah. And um, you're an adult. Yeah. <laughs> I have a wife yeah. is what he means by I'm an adult. Yeah. I've got um, a kid. So it's no like, kids, yeah. no kids. Yeah. This is my kid. Yeah. Honestly. <laughs> um, but uh yeah that's 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 our our answer to that is like just volume consistency um is how we have been able to to build what we're doing yeah so constantly writing basically 
Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think it's like the one thing that's helped us out a lot is uh just doing being in the room with other artists cuz like we'll end up doing a session with I don't know whether they listen to us or not, but we end up uh end up making like a really good song and people always just always like recommend us. Like I feel like a lot of our traction is just word of mouth usually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's and, good. And, that's uh, uh, again the grassroots approach. Mm-hmm. Like you're you're kind of doing it grassroots with a very very modern take because grassroots would have been like i'm handing out flyers to my show come to my show buy the merch blah 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 we've seen that a million times but you guys are just like putting out content on the internet and uh and it's people just being like yeah these guys are great to work with you should you know you should hit them up and they can make a beat for us or produce a song for us and it's it's still the same kind of approach it's just modernized right so you've sort of kept up with the yeah, yeah. I mean, like the platform's different. If right? if if a new artist works really, really, really hard, and the the product is good, let's say on the low end, they work really, really hard. They get to a hundred thousand streams. Let's say. Yeah. If ten of ten artists that we work with do that. Yeah. That's a million streams. Yeah. yeah. Right. So, what? Hopefully, people are checking out the credits. People are hearing. You know, we have a little tag in our in our beats or our productions yeah, yeah that yeah, sounds like a that. seagull yeah. <laughs> it sounds like a lot of things people also think it's like a karate noise like, i like oh, yeah. it <laughs> it says ji <laughs> yeah um so that that's a, a big part of it you know just like you said we do so many genres i think at this point country right now is acoustic guitar with trap drums right but besides Pedal Pedal country <laughs> yeah oh yeah you play that now don't you uh i kind sold of? it oh, yeah okay. <laughs> to say i play it don't, don't, ask. Don't, don't ask. ask. There's a plug-in for that. Yeah, it's, yeah. dude, it's like it's like fucking flying a helicopter, man. So I heard. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so we do so many genres too, right? That that is. So uh, to me, it sounds like the single is the business card, and the live performance is where you're going to make real money, right? Based on a performance rate. Maybe if Lay's got a T-shirt or a shot glass or whatever the fuck. A shot glass. So <laughs> you need a shot glass. That's a good idea. Um, well, we're not like we don't manage right any of these artists. We're not part of their like if if she were to get a t shirt and she said that her. all her, that's her thing. Right. What we what what we benefit from working with with an artist like her is um, the streams. Yeah. Right. So when we we have percentages on the songs. Yeah. So when the when the songs generate revenue, that goes to us, and then the. Uh, we've had it happen already where people say, Hey, I looked up Lay's song. I saw you guys did it. How much to work with you guys? Yeah, I've had a and, lot of people idea- like just message me on Instagram, be like, Who like produced it? And I'll just send them the Instagram. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. it's a different, it's a little different now, right? With social media. Yeah, well, a, a lot different, different, not a little yeah. different. It's very yeah. different. It is different. Where, you know, like a, yeah. like Neo is answering Alex's DMs. Yeah. Five years ago, we probably could have never gotten a hold of him unless you know somebody had some pull out a label or knew somebody. Right. Uh, but now they can see, oh, this is what this guy sounds like. Cool, I'll respond if I'm interested. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, that's very interesting. That's cool. So well, that's- what I was gonna ask was like, you know, I mean, again, coming back to the live performance thing, like, where? What's your opinion on where it's going? And or is it even relevant anymore now that we've got? we know you guys are fucking experts at creating a great sound on zoom. Do we need to go back to live performances or is the, is it, is it a paid live stream from now on? Like what's your, what's your thoughts on that? Uh, before all this, I used to go to a lot of concerts every year. Right. And I would not pay what I paid to go to these concerts to watch it on zoom. 100%, no matter yeah. how much they put into the production. Right. Yeah. 
Um, you know, if it was like twenty bucks to watch, like I don't know, Drake, Kanye, or Drake, yeah, and he yeah. brings on like, oh, okay, cool, I'll pay that. But um, like, I've sat in the upper bowl to a Bruno Mars concert that cost yeah. me three hundred bucks right. each ticket. Yeah, and, but it was worth <laughs> like top right. three shows I've ever seen. Yeah, ever. Yeah. And I've seen that energy. same show yeah. online. Yeah. And it's, I watch it and I'm like, okay, cool. They did this. It, but it's not that. Like, nobody sat down at the Bruno Mars show. I don't. Right. Right. Yeah, yeah. Well, there's an energy you're getting not only from yeah. Bruno Mars and the stage, but like the people around you yeah, too, exactly. right? Like so I, I don't think you can, I mean, unless there's a whole generation that's never experienced that and then they don't know any different. But, right. yeah. you know, there's, us, you know, you've played live. That's how yep. how we met. There's a right. there's a different yep. connection. There's a different um, network that happens yep. too. Like you're not gonna bump into somebody virtually by accident. Right, right. <laughs> That's know? true. Yeah, yeah. So I definitely like bumped into somebody in the line getting a drink and hey, oh, where are you from? Oh, I like your shirt. And then yeah, you end up becoming you know. So all those things, I, I don't think you can replace. You can't it. replace it. Yeah. Cool. Um, hopefully, it goes so back you believe you believe you believe in it, and you think we're we're heading back to that direction eventually. I hope so. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. nothing compares to like live. Like I don't Agreed. know. Yeah. Even like when we're doing Zoom sessions, like they're it's good, but it's still not the same as like being in a studio with everyone and having like the same energy. Even yeah. like this podcast. <laughs> Yeah. Right. Yeah. This would have sucked over so many, this was yeah. this was a debate for us. Yeah. Well, not a debate, but it was like we both know it's going to feel better with you guys in the room. Yeah. But yeah. Thanks. Yeah. For can that. we? <laughs> like, yeah. How do we make it work? You know. Yeah. The- as far as the producing goes, have you guys uh, ventured into um, uh, having bands jam or you guys uh, jamming uh, like with other artists? like online because i mean something with zoom uh i teach guitar lessons but there's a latency issue right yeah. so um i don't know we've got friends that that kind of promote some of the i think jamulus is one and uh there's some programs that you can that uh sites you can use do you guys have any any experience with that when when it goes to um it was I guess. it was talked about in the very like you're talking about like jamming with somebody well, in real jam- time well yeah exactly like maybe you have a, a bass player and a dr- and a and a drummer like lay down a track together, but they're virtual, you know, we Does haven't that- done that. I know there are like, I know there's a website. I forget what it was called. Somebody tried to put me on it in the beginning, but we don't really produce bands. Right. Okay. So yeah, that, most of yeah, our drums are programmed. Yeah. Um, yep. I mean, I play bass. So sometimes I'll lay down bass and, and keys and stuff. Only, a lot I of mean, it's, it's always like, if anything, there's one live instrument, but it's like, we're not playing with other people, so the, we don't really see that latency issue. Gotcha. Yeah, so thing, it would only be one live instrument at a time. Yeah, and like everyone kind of takes their turn. Like if we're with a vocalist, like we'll lay out the idea first, and then the vocalist, we send the vocalist like the track, then they do something to it. Yeah. Gotcha. So uh, here, I'll just give you a scenario so you can kind of, yep. s- like yep. one of our, just say, you know, uh, the five of us are on, or it's one, two, three, four, five. Yep. Five of us are on a session. <laughs> nice. And um, instead of like, each each one has an interface to their computer so we can hear you in real time right and then we're like hey we like what jay just did so now jay records we all agree we're making a song in 96 bpm yep jay records his guitar and his and then maybe he'll do his vocal separately and yep. then he just bounces it right away and drags it into the chat so we're using josh's computer as the master computer sure so uh, now we all have access to the stems yeah but we send it to him. We're hearing his computer 
production in real time versus just your sound to us in real time. You know what I mean? Gotcha. Yeah. So gotcha. he's not recording you. You're recording at your place. Right. But then you send it to us and then he starts processing it and then building the drums around it or yeah. whatever. You can hear my keys in real time. And then we're like, oh, that's dope. I do a quick thing, bounce the MIDI, drag right. and drop. He's got it now. Ah, very cool. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, so that's very streamlining. That's kind of that's again going back to the virtual songwriting that. thing. Honestly, yeah, yeah. honestly, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Great. Going back to the virtual songwriting thing, that's sort of how we do it, right? Yeah, but it seems a little more in real time. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know, that's that's right. Yeah, so you're working yeah. on the track today. That's cool. And we're gonna have this done by today. You yeah, know, that's of, really. We'll that's see a, you next week. It's a cool yeah. way of approaching it, really. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. I think one thing I've I've really learned from him, like I came from the sitting on it. And yep. you might work on a song for a, like a month, two yeah. months. I, you know, I used to engineer, like strictly just engineer for studios. Yeah. And, you know, they'd go in. It was a writing session. Everybody would go home. They'd book the studio for a month from now. They come back in. They lay down drums. They lay down the beds and everything. And with him, what I've learned is like, yo, off the top of your head, what can you come up with? Does it work or does it not work? It's not like I sit there for an hour trying to figure out a melody a part yeah, yeah. it's very like streamlined so i yeah. that's something I, i've definitely um that's a cool sped up my process because of because of the way he works i what? feel like if you're i mean if you're not doing things on the spot uh it, it depends there's a lot of you have to get used to like being able to work on the spot but being able to just kind of like capture the energy of like the session right away is usually kind of the best thing because i feel like when people go back and like sit on it it's not necessarily the same feeling that we had before like i don't know if you noticed you, you'll probably notice too when artists always come up with like their demo vocals or something like that just that demo idea is really really solid and then you try to come back after the session and like the feeling's not necessarily there anymore yeah so i try to like avoid yeah. that as much as possible that's great man i i, I like I like that paying attention to the to that initial idea. That's a great approach. Yeah, where where does that kind of come from? Is that something that uh, one day you were like, oh, no, this is the way we should go? I think um, before I started doing so, like a lot of sessions, I actually like when it came to producing, I had to. I was more of like a, I have to take it home and work on it. Like I was not able to produce on the spot. I wasn't able to like create anything on the spot when I was in sessions, and then. Um, I would end up actually sitting on songs for like a really long time. And I feel like I always ended up losing like a lot of, almost like I guess drive towards the song. If you sit on it for so long, like it's not necessarily the same thing. But after I started getting put into a lot of sessions with people and I guess they were like a higher caliber than I was at the time. And all these people were able to come up with ideas just instantly. And I'm sitting here like, what the hell? Like I need to try and like be up to the same standard they are. And I know it, it was like a huge adjustment period, but I feel like we were able if you're able to get the main idea out like a lot quicker and then you can just kind of like iron everything out. Like obviously the song's not gonna be done in the first day right away, but as long as you have like that core idea, it's it's a, it's good. It like it it feels a lot better, especially if you're just doing this on the spot with everyone. It doesn't but, feel yeah. as forced either. Like yeah. this is actually how we're all feeling. You know, you don't have to take it home and be like, well, I think I should. Yeah, second guessing is just, there's yeah. a lot of time wasted with second guessing, right? Like, yeah, and it would, like, being able to do things on the spot would impress a lot of people. Just, I would be yeah. in sessions with people and I would be able to come up with this idea, like, right away. And they'd be like, whoa, like, this is dope. And then they would just start doing more sessions with me or, like, yeah. connecting me with other people. So it eventually just became, like, the, I, I don't think I ever produced by myself. Now I'm always in, like, sessions or in groups of people. 
Yeah. So it's very different than how I first started, but I think it's a lot more beneficial. Well, that being said, like, what do you guys got coming up? Like, what's uh, dropping soon, so to speak? Um, the I guess, well, we just dropped our own single yeah. on the 23rd. Nice. That was exciting. Um, what's it called? Come Through. Come Through. It's called okay. Come Through by it's... Just Ideas, uh, J. Isaiah, who's mm-hmm. a frequent collaborator, and these uh, producer uh, DJ, um, they're twins, and they're called Twins. Uh, from Windsor. Okay. Yeah. So that was new. Um, Alex's project, whenever it comes out. Yeah. Um, that track with like Lil Brett just dropped. Yeah, we just dropped the track with... Uh, this Toronto. I guess he's a decently big Toronto yeah, artist. Toronto rapper. Mm. Um, yeah, we got a lot of followers after we posted that one, which yeah. is cool. Right on. Um, that, we have our second single that... I don't know if you sent it to mixing yet, but it's supposed to be a mix <laughs> Yes, I sent it yesterday. All right. So that, that'll be coming up. And then that's like the stuff for sure that I know off the top of my head. What happens too is like somebody will message us and you say, Hey, remember this song? I'm dropping it in like three weeks. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I mean, okay. I feel like between like our, the group of artists that we're with, I'd say what, there's like, I don't know, 10 ish of us and everyone drops a song every month, every month and a half. So, so you just, guys are constantly in the, uh, in the flow, eh? Almost every, every month every, you're kind of getting it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's great. I mean, in a month I would say, between five and eight tracks are dropped that either we produced or helped write or whatever. But wow. between, yeah. Everyone hard. has to release around the same on the That's same like, yeah. stress the hell out of all but, the time. Yeah, it's fun. <laughs> and lay too, right? Like we're yeah. Well, lay's in that in that. Yeah, no, I swear that you guys all that. team up to like try and drop we don't on the do same it on date. Purpose. Such a I'll like message them. I don't like, believe When you. are you dropping? And they'll say this date that I'm trying to <laughs> and drop. And me too. And then all you guys are like, yeah, let's just. You only have four dates, right? That you can drop in a month. That makes sense because everybody tries to drop. Either like Tuesday or Friday. On a Friday. Yeah. <laughs> Why <laughs> Tuesday? Um, I know that? when. So, so uh, in movies my old, are half price, right? In my like old duo <laughs> that Tuesday. I was in, they had um, Tuesday Talk was like, Tuesday. there's less competition, I guess, is the best thing. You're not competing uh, with anything. On a Tuesday. Like, okay. Everyone aims to drop things on Monday. And then like Wednesday and anything later on, people aren't paying as much attention just because it's already the end of the week. Yeah. At least that's what we we started working with a PR firm and that's kind of what they suggested. Hmm. Okay. So then we just kind of stuck with it. That's cool. Tuesdays and Fridays, cool. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, and then uh, for our one listener in Wisconsin, um, <laughs> where, where can we? Uh, what's what are the website? What's your social media stuff? If anyone wants to get a hold of you to to write, produce, whatever, um, give me your social media uh, and your website stuff. I think everything is just ideas, music. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, it is. At this point, it is. It's all justideasmusic.com. Okay. Instagram, justideasmusic. Cool. Uh, TikTok, justideasmusic. Yeah. Uh, TikTok. Whatever you, else there is, talk just ideas TikTok. music. And yeah, you guys yeah. are featuring artists on your sites as well that you guys produce? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I, I mean, everything. yeah, because we get asked all the time, hey, you know, can you send me a, a pack of beats and stuff like that? Well, we don't really like working like that. I We'd rather, that. Yeah, yeah, we'd get in a session. Like, we end up having... We call them like throwaway beats that, you know, we made for somebody. It didn't make the cut. And yeah. now we just have it sitting there. So those we started putting online, but we would rather be in the session. And you works. generated income off of those or? Yeah. Like, I guess to, I guess backtrack the way the hip hop culture kind of works right now. It's like an artist is trying to put out a song or just like release some music. So producers will hit these artists up 
or vice versa. And these producers will put together like five to 10 production ideas and send it off to this producer. And then they just kind of choose one. And it's kind of been the culture now, but it's, I don't find it as a efficient as it could be. So what we usually do is instead of, um, cause like the way it works is people need like type beats, which is essentially another artist's or producer's sound. And they're like, I want my songs to sound like this. And then they just yeah. kind of send them off, but it's not necessarily like curated towards a specific artist. You're just kind of ripping off other people's sounds. So you like, you, like yeah. you, you go on YouTube and you search like a Drake type beat. Yeah. Yep. Right. So then you Justin get a bunch Bieber of Drake. Type beat. Yeah. So then I guess the one thing that worked for us is like, we're not going to send you a pack cause it's not a, it couldn't, we feel like we get a better idea if we're like in a session with you. So if they hit us up for a pack, we'll be like, Hey, like we'll just do a session. We'll work on like one or two songs. Like sure. You don't get as many production ideas, but you'll have a song that's like fleshed out towards the sound that you're looking for. Yeah, As opposed to like a bunch way. of throwaway stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, you get to call the shots. That's that's good. That's so is the that, best way to do it. You kind of save some time that way too by not yeah, producing all time. these. Save time and, and I think it helps stay organized. Like You build yeah. a better relationship with these people too. Like yeah. I feel like a lot of these artists will just put, to, or producers put together like these beat packs and send it off and you never really... I'll check my email like once a week because I have a specific email for like when this happens and I'll get like beats. And my music, I sound like... Like my type beat, I guess you could say, is like Daniel Caesar and like more like relaxed, like soulful. Yeah, yeah. soulful yeah. stuff. I'll get like really hard UK drill rap type beats, <laughs> yeah, like, like it doesn't like make just sense. trap like everything. And I'm like, why did you send that to me? I'm not gonna use it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Thank you, very nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's noise. That's yeah. a beat there. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> and and like like everything else, right? Any, anybody can go buy a guitar and mm-hmm. and a microphone and say, hey, I'm I'm a singer can I perform at your bar? Right. So the live world deals with it too. You know, there's people that water down that world. Oh yeah. We have it twice as bad because everyone's got a laptop. Everyone's got a laptop (laughs) and and time on their hands. And now time. Yeah, that's true. So that's, that's, that's like where the saturation comes. Yeah. But when it comes down to like actual work and like if tomorrow someone flies in, whoever, we feel confident that we could sit there with whoever. And that's what helps weed us out from, that's great. Yeah. Here, Mr. I'll send you a hundred beats a week. So yeah. Right. So whether you're in the studio comes back again, whether you're in the studio or performing live, it, it really is about the connection of live. And that's what separates you guys. Yeah. 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 I think yeah, we you do it in real time. Good relationships with everyone. That and, and yeah. our, like we teach each other. Like if we, if we're driving together somewhere, yeah, we're both leaving with like six, seven new artists. We, just learn from each other. Yeah, wow. completely different tastes. We come from different. I'm. I come from like a big metal background, so it's yeah. like. And I come from like, yeah. church, hip hop, Latin. I was damaged. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I just mean metal so was the one thing parents, I didn't Josh. listen to. <laughs> so when you were six. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, that's good. I, yeah. We got a shit ton of information from you guys, and that is uh, yeah, that's great, guys. Yeah. I think that's we're fun. gonna take a short break. Come back, and Lay is gonna uh, play. Yeah. Sing a tune, yeah. yeah. Sing us a tune. This is how we kind of wrap all of the artists. So I can't wait to hear you. All right, uh, this is Kitchener Famous. I'm Jesse. I'm Jay, and we'll be right back. Cheers. Hi, it's Bam Bam again. 
Are we real lucky here? We have two major universities in our midst and a great community college. So there's lots of lots of uh, education for us, and that wasn't like that. Uh, when I graduated high school, I could have gone to this new school called Waterloo Lutheran. I think it was called, or was it? Well, was it still the Waterloo Lutheran Seminary? But that was the only education there was, and there was a new school opening up called the University of Waterloo. But I remember a teacher telling me, "You don't want to go there because." Well, they don't have a reputation. Well, I want to tell you, 60 years later, or 50 years later, whatever it is, they sure got a reputation. And that's all because uh, they built a, a mathematics and engineering first. And mathematics and engineering <coughs> led to uh, the uh, high tech. And that's uh, we owe so much to, to that th those programs. The founder of it, Wes Graham, was uh, quite a man. I met him on several occasions. Just a regular dude, but man, oh man, did he he know what did he have things planned for the future? It was quite the thing. Prior to that, how did the universities, how did the higher education come about here? It really started with the churches. Didn't um, say the, let's say the 1900s. There was no government funding for universities, so. A church uh, would uh, would would uh, start something for higher education. That was well, like that in Europe too, and so consequently, uh, we had two places develop: Saint Jerome's College uh, and also Waterloo Lutheran Seminary. And from those church schools, and they were both there actually to. Uh, Put ministers through or to create priests in one and ministers in the other what happened was the uh, they were branched out into other areas of learning and their roots were soon forgotten and the government did get involved it started funding things and uh, they are but they are existent uh, existence all higher education in I'm going to say Canada is because of, of churches involvement uh, to begin with which is I, I find kind of interesting, and of course once they build take over these churches, they they remove every sign of or whatever they take over these schools, they remove every every sign of that there was a church. It was founded by a church, but their heritage did, it does go back there. It's been a sore point with me for a number of years, especially my alma mater, Saint Jerome's. They had a cross on the top of it. It wasn't a symbol of Catholicism. It's a symbol of Christianity. And Wilfrid Laurier, to, to, uh, Waterloo, yeah, Wilfrid Laurier takes it over. They first thing you do is remove the cross. Didn't make sense to me. Oh well, not all, all not all history makes sense. Drink, drink all over that. What's well, better bite. than uh, beers with buds in the basement, right? Right. Exactly. When you're in the auditorium. Yeah. That's it. Well, welcome back. This is kind of the, the wrap-up section of the show. Um, yeah, we've uh, 
I've had Just Ideas production company on with Leigh Vera, and um, Leigh's going to do a track. So we're going to pass it over to the production team to uh, intro the yeah. track and you, maybe give a bit of a backstory. And then yeah. give us your socials too first, actually, guys. Yeah. Where, where One more catch? time. You know them. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> just Ideas music okay. across whatever platform. Uh, Spotify, Just Ideas. Um, there's a little playlist there of everything we've done. Cool. And then Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, everything. And whatever comes out next week will be on there too. Just Ideas Music. And Lay, um, you've got, yeah, how, just, how do we find just you? Just Lay dot Vara on like everything except for Twitter. And then it's Lay underscore Vara because right. they don't do dots in the usernames. They don't do dots. Can you believe that? <laughs> I'll send them a uh, yeah. TikTok. I'm going to email them. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so what's the track? What's uh, what's gonna happen here? Um, this song is called "Best Mistake." It's um, we tracked it and put it out during the first lockdown. So it's kind of about just like being depressed in quarantine. So I'm pretty sure everybody can relate. And um, where yeah, do we, where do we make that? Um, I sent you a voice recording, and you're like, "Oh, that's actually good." Uh, yeah. And you actually complimented it too, yeah, which that, really that, 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 that says something. Is that yeah. a rare rarity? Yeah. With did you, you not hear him earlier? I did. Yeah. yeah. What do you so say? I didn't know if that was real no, talk or joke. He told me I'm <laughs> shit. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, but um, uh, I sent him a voice note of it, and he was like, "Oh, it's cool." And then um, where where did we track it? Was it Kingdom? I think, I think it was my crib then Kingdom. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we got it done. It's pretty nice. cool. It's uh, my biggest song on Spotify right now. It's awesome. got like 300,000 ish. Shout oh, out, shout out, congratulations. Quick shout out to TJ Whitelaw. Shout out to TJ Whitelaw. Yeah. He's yeah. crazy the guitar. on the guitar. Yeah. The track yeah. kind of started on guitar you were mentioning. Yeah. He was yeah. the, he sent the loops. Yeah. He sent like a whole pack of loops and then. That was you, the one that, yeah. I mean, I heard the idea once you had recorded to the guitar loop. Yeah. And then that's when we finished with keys and added the rest. Yeah. Awesome. All right. We ready for it? Yeah. Okay. Drag her over. This is the bit of the best mistake by uh yeah. L- Please do that. <laughs> I'm stuck in my own head, I can't in my own bed Got so much time on my hands, good and I'm bad I got no choice but to overthink everything Feel like I'm trapped in my thoughts I hear Days they feel blended, I'm going in circles Stuck in a spiral that only goes downwards If you were here, I know I'd feel less lonely Here's what it is and I hope to get out of here That's why my mind isn't here Fucked up a month, that's a clear Now I feel nothing, that's basically something Got nothing to stress about Who that thought that you made me fall in touch When physically we're not involved Somehow get me all caught up No, it's never face to face Somehow making me feel safe Now you got me set I'm running up on my screen 
time to strive and stay busy Can't stop comparing myself to what I see Locked on a vision cause I'm a perfectionist Pointed at all of my flaws cause it hard to mistakes Feel long, making all my time get lost Struggling to keep this up How much longer till we all get out of here? That's why my mind isn't here Fucked up on my thoughts are clear How I feel nothing is basically something Got nothing to stress about Who does that? That you made me fall in touch Well physically I'm not involved Someone get me all caught up No one's never face to face Someone making me feel safe Now you got me set in place Listening to Kitchener Famous Podcast, written and produced by Jesse Weber and Jason Carrero. Edited and co-produced by me, John Knight. Available on anchor.fm slash Kitchener Famous or wherever you get your podcasts. Don't forget to like and subscribe to all of your social media platforms at Kitchener Famous and to our YouTube channel, Kitchener Famous. If you'd like to support the show, you can donate to KitchenerFamous at gmail.com or by purchasing our merch available on all our social media platforms. If you have an interesting story about your brush with fame, send us a detailed email at kitchenerfamous at gmail.com. Thanks for listening.